0: Welcome to the Ranch and Table Podcast, where we discuss all things related to our Texas ranch and our Ranch to Table restaurant located in downtown Rockwall. I'm your host, Lee Wells. Welcome, everybody, to another podcast today. I am excited to share with you uh, another subtopic, uh, subchapter of uh, my book coming out. And for those who do not know, maybe you just tuned in today for the first time, uh, I do have a book coming out that I wrote about business and about the hospitality business, uh, small business. And uh, it's based around our story of our journey at the restaurant, selling beef now for six years, and then serving in our restaurant, the public, for five years, a little more than that, uh, the various awards and standing that we have in the community, which is a great honor. And so I've been asked several times to write a book, and I finally sat down this summer and started working on it, and uh, now we're we're completing it, and it's going through edits and going through layouts and should be here before Christmas, so Uh, This is one of the sub-chapters, and the subject matter today is foundational marketing. Now, I want to tell you that I have in in mind to do this as part one, and then next week would be part two talking about marketing, and I have plans to bring in a well-known marketing genius, really, uh, a well-known marketing company uh to, to to talk with us about practical uh ideas for marketing, some low cost, budget friendly marketing ideas, some high cost high return ideas, just various real world marketing talk, but today I want to start this two part series out by talking about what marketing is because if you look up the concept of marketing, google it, uh go to the internet it's going to begin to tell you uh, about methods, the methods of marketing. So Facebook pages, ads, websites, um, radio ads, it's going to start listing to you the fundamentals of marketing are these outlets of marketing and these methods of marketing. Well, I want to back up a little bit and say, I think marketing begins before that. And it must begin before that. Marketing is one of those things that I believe can be a two-edged sword. What I mean by that is uh, if you over-market and over-publicize and over-hype a business and you're not ready inside the business for the business and the customer flow that you're inviting in, it's a bad idea. I I would say it's worse to over market and then underperform inside the building than it is to just hold off and grow naturally and organically for a little while before you start pushing marketing too hard. So people say, well, I don't have enough business. So the market needs to be notified that I'm here. And so because I don't have any business, um, I need to market. Well, let's back up and say, if you had the business, could you handle the customers correctly? Could you handle them in a timely manner? Could you handle the products accurately? Could you do your job well with more people walking in the door, maybe even more than you expect and more than you count on? Or would that be a bad idea right now? Would it leave much to be desired by that customer if you were to uh, bring a lot of folks in, even though you need the money, you need the the bottom line. I believe that there's a fun, fundamental, foundational method that has to be established first. And so what am I talking about? If you don't have, and, and this is my opinion, my experience, but if you don't have the systems inside, ironed out, protocol set, procedures aligned and people trained. That's the first step of being the foundational portion of marketing. Because if you have that figured out, then you're going to have the organic reach of word of mouth and people talking up your restaurant, people bringing other people in. Um, It's always a great honor in our business When somebody comes in and says, hey, uh, this couple's new, their first time, and we brought them. We've been talking about this place, and they wanted to come, or we've been talking it up, and so we brought them to see what we've been talking about. And that's always one of the greatest honors I think a business owner could ever have is that someone felt strongly enough about your product offering that they brought a friend and a trusted person who trusted them that, that it would be worth their while and time to come in and and eat with you or partake in your in your services whatever they are and so that's the foundation of marketing is are you satisfying customers now are you doing well with what you have in your hand today in order to be able to justify bringing in more business tomorrow and if you don't I'll just stop you right there. If you're not handling the customers walking in the door now, if people aren't talking you up and organically bringing people in, then that's where you probably should focus your efforts first. Because I promise you, if you run a billboard, if you go out and run radio ads, if you go out and and spend several hundred dollars in Facebook marketing and you get overwhelmed and you get flooded with customers, if you're not doing a good job today, you're going to do a horrible job when you're overwhelmed and the line's out the door and you're running out of food and your kitchen's quitting and and your people are walking out because of the things that, the pressures now that you're putting on them. Um, And you can't even handle, perhaps, uh, the smaller crowds that you had. So the foundation of marketing is being able to have an organic reach first through people, through their word of mouth, through their influence. Um, People online saying, when you post a picture of your product, they're saying, great place, good people, highly recommend you know, if you're posting something online and people are saying, "eh, it was meh, it was, it's a it's a mid it's a mid experience," <laughs> kids are saying that these days. Um, it was it was all right. Then I, I would not suggest hitting a big marketing campaign as a solution to your problems. The solution begins on the foundation. It begins in house. It begins inside before you begin reaching too heavily outside because I promise you it just compounds the problems that you're facing when that happens. Now, I'm not saying that there's not a place for outside marketing. Absolutely there is. There's a time and a place for a billboard. There's a time and a place for radio ads. There's a time and a place for Facebook marketing and campaigns. There's there's a time for skywriting in the air, you know, uh, about yourself. There's there's definitely a place and a time for outside marketing and a push and a campaign. But uh, I promise you that it's almost self-destructive to do that if you can't handle the internal. Um, I'll give you an example. When I was young in the mid-90s, uh, you remember the Chick-fil-A campaign everybody does eat more chicken with the cows. Everybody that's that's believed to have been one of the very best campaigns, the top campaign, marketing campaign in in American history. I mean some people say there's not a better campaign than eat more chicken campaign. They had calendars. They have chicken or they have cows inside in costumes. I mean they were on the street corners talking about eating more chicken. It was genius. But I promise you, it would not have worked. They would not have succeeded had they not already had the internal processes of excellence and quality and the procedures in order to handle the the people coming in the door that they had already established. And so Chick-fil-A was already an established Uh, restaurant and name, uh, their processes and and the way that they prepared the chicken. They knew how to do the job and they were set up and ready for the most part for that campaign. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't times when it was overwhelming. I'm not saying there's not, you know, there wasn't mistakes made. Of course, all of those things are true. But for a campaign to have lasted as long as it did, there's still cows in Chick-fil-A today, I believe, uh, from the mid-90s till now. So 20 years later, there's still eat more chicken. Everybody knows what I'm saying when I say that. And so there is something to do with the longevity of that. But also there's something even more profound to say about their ability to handle the, uh, the, the influx of people and what the results of that campaign produced. And so I think that it, the marketing was successful because the foundation was set. And if, if they would have done eat more chicken and and walk in and, the, and stuff went crazy, people were mad, people were leaving, throwing their food, if they even got food, it would not be a 20 year campaign plus. So uh, there is something about it. There's just something about being able to handle your business and then after that be able to boost that business up as you need to and as you see fit. And so marketing activities are great, but let's first make sure that that we can handle them inside. Um, I'm remembering not too long ago, uh, there's been an influx, I'll say it this way, there's been an influx of Northeastern chains that have come in and uh, opened in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I don't. I won't name names uh, because it's not about the name. It's not about the individual franchise uh, or expansion. But just follow me here on this. There's been several big names that have been hyped up, and the news carries it. Uh, there's people camping out outside the door to be the first one in the door. There's uh, all this excitement around this new restaurant opening in in the south in in Dallas area in the Dallas area so uh, if you know what I'm talking about you can fill in the blank on whatever names come to mind but what happens inevitably is their outside marketing becomes overwhelming to their internal abilities I waited and waited there was one that opened not too long ago but it's been long enough that I, I figured we could get in and and get something to eat. And so um, we waited till it was a Tuesday afternoon at five o'clock. We got there early on the slowest, traditionally the slowest day of the week for restaurants. And we still waited in line for a while. And when we got up to the counter, it was, it was busy. But you could see the back was just, it was like a beehive. There were, I couldn't even count how many people were back there working. I mean, people everywhere, and so we go through the line. We placed our order. Um, it was it was a pretty painless procedure, I think, on that part. We go through the end of the line. We're waiting on our number to be called, and we wait and we wait and we wait. And after a while, probably longer than we stood in line, our food was ready. And this is kind of a fast food place, so we go up and we we get our bags or our tray or whatever, and come back and we're missing items. We are, um, there's stuff that we ordered that wasn't there. There was stuff that we ordered that wasn't on the ticket. There was stuff on our plate that I don't think we had ordered at all. And so it was, it was kind of confusing. So we went back up and said, Hey, we're missing this item. It looks like they didn't even make it on the ticket. And the person said, Oh, you got to go back through the line and order that. And then we were like, no, no, we'll just do without it. If, if we had to do that, we're not going to wait Thirty, forty-five minutes in line. Now, by this time, you know it's a pretty good line. We're getting later in the evening, and so uh, we said, "No, don't worry about it. We'll just, we'll just go on." And then uh, we were going to get a shake. I think it was a couple of them, and we got the wrong kind. It was just, it was just a mess, is what it was. Now, I don't blame them for having a mess. I don't. I, I'm not mad. I didn't leave a bad review. I didn't tell anybody. This is the first time I have probably talked about it. Ever to anybody because it just doesn't matter. What happens is the outward marketing had overwhelmed their internal ability to do their job and they hadn't had time yet to establish good employees. They had a a bunch of kids back there, they had people older as well, but they hadn't been around long enough to do their job well to be able to do it efficiently. And so people were just running around crazy and, and it's really unfortunate because they, I don't believe they did all of that marketing. I I don't think they were trying to do that. It just happens because of the hype and because of the excitement and everyone's excited about them, them being in town. But the fact still remains that they were overwhelmed from the outside and their internal was not able to handle it. And sometimes that can happen if we're not careful. Uh, when we try to build a business by over-marketing and not taking care of the foundational fundamentals that need to happen on the inside. And so, you know, let me go back to a point that I missed a while ago. hand Handshake, word of mouth, people bringing other people is still the most important marketing and the most powerful marketing any company could ever have. There's no, there's no comparison. I'll take somebody walking through my door saying, I brought this family with me today because we love this place. I'll take that over 10 billboards. I believe one person walking through town saying, hey, that Wells Place is good. Those people over there, they work hard. Uh, you should go. And, and give them a try. I'll take that over a hundred or a thousand radio commercials any day because there's something genuine. There's something real um, and connected about a person who is marketing for you, a person who is championing your cause. And so uh, that's, that person knows that person who's speaking to them. They They have a relationship of some sort. And so that weight of that relationship is obviously more powerful and more convincing than any amount of outward advertising that they would hear through their ears or see with their eyes. And so that has to be the foundation. People have to be the foundation of marketing before methods are the foundation of marketing. Uh, People are the greatest asset making friends, connecting with, with each other, making conversation, doing our best to please every person that we possibly can every time they walk in the door in order for them to walk out and be a a, a living, breathing, speaking billboard, so to speak. And it's going to be so much more important to the person hearing it than a radio ad or something like that. Now, like I said a while ago, all of those methods are good, all of the methods of marketing and next week uh, the plan is to talk about what those methods are and and when to use them and how to use them effectively and all of those are they're not they're not belittled by this point today. all of them have their place and they have their reasons for being, but we have to work on who we are first before. We can tell people what we are we have to be confident in who we are and what we're doing before we can go out and be convincing to anybody else that they need to take the time and effort and energy to come money to come and be part of what we're doing and so if we have that confidence that we are doing a good job we do have great products we are worthy of the dollars that you're going to spend, and we have the team that can pull that off, then you're ready to go out and put some external marketing into place. Then you're going to do something that's going to build your business rather than potentially destroy your business. If you go over market to the outside world before you're ready, all you're doing is making people frustrated and less likely to ever come back and try you again. It's a negative thing. It's a, it's a bad thing to overmarket before you're ready on the inside. And so, you know, just like these chains that are coming in and, and, uh, you know, I, I hope they're blessed. I hope they're, they're doing well. I have no, no ill will towards any of them. Um, but hopefully they get it together on the inside so that they won't be turning away masses of people who get on social media and say I went there, I waited and I was disappointed because that's never good for any business. You know, that's never something that that people want to to see happen in their life or their business. They don't want someone to say don't go there, don't don't they're not what they're cracked up to be. When we first opened our restaurant uh, some of this you can't help. Some of this hype, some of this uh, is organic uh, kind of build up. It's not not anything you could do about some of that, except just work really, really hard to do a good job. And there were several. I remember several Friday nights, Saturday nights that we were so overrun with people, the line was out the door, the kitchen got what the the, the phrases in the weeds got just bogged down when. For those of you who don't know the restaurant business, when you have a stack of tickets that you can't even look at yet because you're working on a stack of tickets, and then you have a stack of tickets on a clip uh, on the on the panel up in front of you, uh, and you're probably 20 or 30 or 40 orders behind, there's a mental toll that begins to settle in, especially on people who are not used to that. When people first come into our restaurant to work in the kitchen, they are overwhelmed. They're in. It, they're shell shocked for oh a few weeks. I mean, it takes sometimes a couple of months before they're used to what a Saturday is at Wells Cattle Company. Uh, the The amount of orders that come through the the line we hold a line these days. We're holding a line at our restaurant on Saturdays uh, in different times during the lunch, but uh, during the week. But Saturday lunch we hold it from about 11, eleven eleven thirty. Depending on what's going on outside, what's going on in the in the downtown area, if it's sunny or rainy, I mean it can shift. But uh, from about eleven eleven thirty, we hold it till probably three three thirty in the afternoon. We're holding a line consistently that long towards the door, and the orders never stop coming in. Then you add to that DoorDash ringing in on the iPad, Uber Eats ringing in on the iPad, and then you can order on our website and those ringing in at the same time. And so it can be overwhelming. Well, if you're not used to that pressure, then that can almost shut down. I've seen it shut people down in in our restaurant to the point where when we were first opening up, I had to go take over the grill several times. My guys on the grill were just like, I can't handle this. I can't see how we're ever going to get caught up and we'll be 20, 30, 40 minutes behind people waiting that long on food. And so there were several times I walked by there, give me the spatula, give me the gloves, get, get out of the way. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I would, I would just start laying burgers down and just go to work to, uh, to get everybody satisfied. And in that, in those times, it's, it is unfortunate that there's people who are not as happy as, as you'd want them to be. But, They don't understand either the amount of work that goes into those tickets and making sure everyone gets their food. I've had people say, well, why don't you just give us our food and the people who aren't here yet uh, for their pickup order, you can make theirs later. Well, that that doesn't work either. We have to take orders in the order they're received. That's the only logical way that we can – we can work and not get completely messed up. And so whether someone is sitting there at waiting on their to-go order or not, doesn't matter. Whatever order those orders come into the kitchen at is the order we have to make them. And if somebody's waiting on an order or somebody's orders waiting on them, doesn't matter. There's no way to to justify moving those orders around when they come in. There's no way for us to know. And so it makes folks upset sometimes because they don't understand how many to go orders or how many of these other orders come in. And we just have to hope that they're patient with us. But I do understand what it's like to be overwhelmed. And I do understand what it's like to, to have that feeling of, are we ever going to catch up? And so those are things that that every restaurant has to work through. I'm sure that's what every every oil change place has to work through. Every uh, other business that would have people just randomly come up. I've said this before in other podcasts, um, but people eat at the same time. I wish people would eat lunch, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon, and I wish people would eat start eating supper at you know four o'clock in the afternoon. I wish that we were consistently busy throughout the day, but we're not. We're really, really busy at noon. We're really, really busy at 6 o'clock in the evening, 7 o'clock in the evening, because everybody seems to eat at a general same time of day. And that means that you have rushes and you have um, problem areas that you have to deal with. But you have to be able to get through that. You have to be able to train your folks through that. You have to be able to produce through those times before you ever want to go out and do any external marketing to bring more people in. And so there's a balance between what you can do inside and what you're going to be asking for outside. And to me, that's the foundational concept of marketing is make sure that you can handle what you're asking for before you get out there and ask for something that's, that's a little too much to handle. And so, um, today I just wanted to bring that concept alive to you, bring that concept out. Um, you know, if the foundation of the business isn't solid, then no amount of marketing is going to make the business work. It's actually going to deter people from coming back. It's going to destroy what foundation you do have. So make the foundation strong and make an effort towards the business being, uh, able to be built up and then build up and add the resources that you need to to make sure that you can handle the marketing that you want to get out there and do. So I hope that this has helped you today. I hope that this has maybe uh, made some sense to you. And at the end of the day, I really hope that you're successful and that you're able to do the things that you're wanting to do and that your foundation is solid and that you're able to market to those who have not heard of you yet or perhaps those who need to be reminded how to come back and when to come back and that they should come back and see you again. And uh, I hope that you're blessed and that you have a great day. And I'll leave you with this one quote that I I wrote in the book. It's from uh, Regis McKenna. And it says, marketing is everything, and everything is marketing. And I think that is true. Everything that we do, every time we shake a person's hand and they leave happy and they tell somebody to come back and see us and they come back and see us, that's marketing. I think every time we set a billboard up, every time we put a radio ad out, that's marketing. I think everything we do should be focused on the concept that we are marketing, we are building a foundation. And we're doing everything we can to be the best that we can be. And that's the best marketing anybody can do is be the very best business that you can be and let other people tell others about it and bring their friends. Have a great day. I'll see you next week. Take care.